He has no idea how bad it is out there. He has no idea. He has no idea. All right. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to Rec Talk in the video uh, that I really didn't want to make. Um, and no, the title of the video is not clickbait. Uh, that absolutely represents how I feel about the financial situation of Georgia Tech athletics. Um, I am scared. I am extraordinarily concerned. Um, and I'm worried. I mean, it makes me wonder what the path forward is. Right now, it's not um, all that clear to me. Um, but before we get into that, there are memberships on the channel. If you look right under uh, the title of the video, there's a join button. It definitely helps support the channel. Uh, you get certain perks with that. Uh, it's $5 a month. If you'd like to support in other ways, you, there's a PayPal link in the description and a cash app. We are uh, close to being uh, you know, self-supporting plus a little uh, on the channel. And by that, I just mean uh, the expenses that I incur to run the channel. So I definitely appreciate all the support. You guys are awesome. Thanks for getting me to over 1,000 subscribers. But let's get into it. So I had seen this article on from the Rumble seat. Like when I go to Google, like it'll uh, recommend you know web pages to you. And I saw this like uh, you know finances of Georgia Tech, and I just brushed over it. Like my thinking is, I know it's bad. I don't really want to look into it. Um, I just want to look at on the fields on the field stuff. But you can't really separate what your football program and athletic program can do from the finances. Um, what your football program can do is um, led by the financial situation of your athletic department. Um, I was on Traveling Fools. Uh, he's a Miami YouTuber, and he does travel videos. So if you're, you're big into traveling, definitely check out his channel. I'll probably put a link of that in the description. Um, and he had a guy on, let me, let me try and recall what his name was. Let's see. His, uh, Tony Altamore. Uh, he's a financial uh, kind of expert. And he was, th this basically came from, um, my. the show was about Miami, Notre Dame, South Florida, a bunch of schools. Six schools got their, uh, what is it, AAU like, uh, this is like the who's who of, of academic schools uh, as it pertains to research. And he went through the finances of schools, too. And when I tuned in, he was talking about just how bad text was, and he started putting some numbers out um, that scared me. Um, so definitely go check out Tony Altamore on Twitter as well. I'll put a link to him uh, in the description. I'd love to have him on the live show to, to, to go through all this. But let me just put it this way. If... I'm going to ask you, and I want you to think of a number. How in debt do you think Georgia Tech athletics, the athletic department, is? Um, so this is what I did, and when I did that, I was like, well, I don't know, maybe it's pretty bad, maybe $50 million. I mean, that would be bad. Um, like, don't tell me it's more than $100 million, though, like, it's like that scene in The Big Short where he, where uh, Steve Carell's character asks, uh, like the branch manager or whatever, like what's what's like Merrill's exposure here? Eight hundred million? Don't tell me it's more than a billion. Georgia Tech is three hundred million 
dollars in debt right now. Their athletic department is. When I heard that, I was just like, like, how is that the case? Like, we're spending less in everything compared to other programs in the country. Like, how is it that we're spending less and we're more in debt than, than I don't know, 90% of the Power 5 programs in the country? Like, I don't understand that. So I have this article. Let me move my mug over. Um, pull up my display capture here. Um, this is from the rumble seat. Tony Aldemore actually was on their, their podcast, uh, talking about this. And, um, uh, I don't think this is the article. I wanna, yeah, it is. So we are thir- $300 million in debt. And obviously my first question is, well, how did it get here? How did we get here? Um, I actually don't think this is the article I want, or maybe it is. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's just, all right. Sorry. Um, here, here's this report. Let's go down here. So this is what this $300 million in debt is composed of all the way back from 2001. So a lot of this debt. I mean, the majority of it is like 10-plus-year-old debt, some of it 20-year-old debt. Um, 2001 bond issuance of a little over $111 million for Russ Candler Stadium studs-up renovation, so uh, renovating our baseball field, and then rolling over $22 million principal left over from the 1995 Bobby Dodd Stadium renovation. Now, if you're a Tech fan, you know, like, I love Bobby Dodd Stadium, but... Like that bathroom situation's rough. Like that, it it feels like an old stadium. It's the oldest on-campus stadium in the country, and it feels like it. And we're paying off twenty-two million dollars worth of debt from nineteen ninety-five. And I I just don't understand uh, how that's the case. And I I don't really feel like we have much to show for it <laughs> right now. Um, Two thousand eight. Bond issuance for twenty million, um, updated scoreboards, a stadium maintenance, uh, turf replacement, construction of Shirley Muburn Field. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Construction of Zelnak practice facility, construction of locker rooms at O'Keefe, upgrades to to weight rooms. Okay, again, this is <laughs> this is really old debt. Twenty million. So now, okay, think of that. That's forty million dollars worth of debt that um i mean how long ago is that 2008 15 year old debt and then 95 um that's 28 almost 30 year old so 15 and 30 year old debt it makes up 40 million dollars of it of what of this 300 million we owe and it, it just you know, I'm not a financial expert, but it just makes me think that there was some mishandling here. Um, it all We'll get into it later. It also is indicative of a pretty serious income problem uh, for Georgia Tech Athletics. All right, 2011, $88 million, almost $89 million worth of uh, rolled over principal from the 2008 bonds. 
construction of McCamish Convillian, that's our basketball facility, and construction of the Brock Practice Facility. All right. 2012 bond issuance, refinancing the 2001 bonds, which is nearly $100 million worth of uh, bonds. Jesus. Uh, terminated a 2004 uh, swaption with UBS of $28 million and construction of the tennis complex of $12 million. We're going to get into that later, too. Like, Look, I'd love our tennis, golf, you know, volleyball, all these programs to be great. But if your football program isn't solvent and doing well, nothing else will. First of all, most of those other programs uh, lose a lot of money for the school. So football, basketball generally make money, maybe baseball, not in all cases. But football brings in, I don't know, probably 80% of all the the income for or more, you know, Foot, basically, football and basketball bring in all of the money and all of your other programs hemorrhage money out. And you just hope that they're making enough money to, you know, to fund all these other programs uh, nicely. So <clears throat> we spent $12 million in 2012 on, on a tennis complex. Uh, 2013, we take a loan, a $9 million loan from SunTrust Bank land purchase construction of a golf facility um i it just makes me think and i'm not i know our golf team just went to the ncaa finals lost to florida but it just makes me think that nine million dollars probably could have been better spent did we have to spend that much on this golf thing uh i I don't know and then in 2018 the absolute you know newest stuff was uh we took a loan of 10 million dollars out for construction and equipment of acc network studios and th- so i don't know exactly the situation with that because i was like well, why do we have to pay for acc network studio uh, i i i would bet that all the programs in the acc had to contribute money for that um so i don't know i don't know if that's i don't know if the sec did that as well or whatever um that's something I don't really mind because we probably didn't have a choice there. So it says, what's the balance? Uh, 300 million of it as of October 10th, uh, 2022. Um, It's just a lot of money. So it talks about, you know, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago, programs really started dumping a lot of money into their athletic program, particularly football. And we're all, everyone's trying to keep up with the Joneses. You know, it's like you're in some neighborhood, you're, Neighbor gets a Maserati, so you get a Ferrari. You know, you're all trying to outdo each other. It's it's a pretty good um, idea of what the landscape of college football is. So it says Tech spends about 14% of its annual budget paying off this debt. I mean, that is a big number of your budget, uh, you know, 15% of it just paying off debt. I would imagine... Of all Power 5 programs, we're probably in the top five as far as what percentage of our budget is just allocated uh, to paying off debt. Um, and it, But, yeah, it's basically saying, you know, so that's 14% of your budget that's not going to scholarship, that's not going to tutor, that's not going to, you know, uniforms. It's straight into the bank's pocket. Uh, so banks probably love Georgia Tech. You know, they're making a lot of money off of us right now. Um 
Now, this is something else I want to talk about, the Athletic Association's 2020 initiative. This I thought that that money was earmarked for this north end zone renovation. Or not renovation, but they're, they're doing this big construction project, a big athletic facility um, for Georgia Tech sports, particularly football. I thought that money was earmarked just for that project. But it doesn't seem like it is. I guess it was just a general fundraising initiative. If you, if anyone watching the video knows any different, definitely let me know. Um, we beat it by the $125 million goal by $50 million in spite of running through the middle of a global pandemic. Um, and I know that was something Collins was pushing hard. Stansberry uh, was pushing hard. Um from what Tony Altamore was saying, it seems like we're just sitting on that money we raised. So maybe our total debt isn't as bad as it looks. Tony's outlook on it was it seemed like we had that money in hand and we're sitting on it. So maybe we are only, you know, $125 million in debt as opposed to $300. Um, I don't know why we would just sit on that money though um maybe it's because they, they'll pay it off once the construction's complete because construction costs can change um i don't know um it seems like we're just making interest payments though at, at, to date so it's it's weird now it, it this article kind of gives stansbury um a favorable outlook is saying uh, he basically oversaw a healthy and fairly successful programs in every other sport yeah, but that, like, I hate to say it, that doesn't really matter. What, what do you mean by successful in other sports? They're not financially successful. If you're saying is how they perform nationally, yeah. The only program that it really matters how they perform nationally as it pertains to your finances is your football program. If you cannot get that right, it doesn't matter. You're going to end up right now in the situation we're in, which is $300 million in debt. And I'm not blaming it all on Collins, but Collins put us in an absolutely horrible position. He ran our football program into the ground. I kind of feel like he pushed this $150 million project. And, and I, it just makes me think that that money might have been better spent in other areas. Um, but I could be wrong. But he... He ran our program absolutely in the ground. We're paying him $11.37 million, but that doesn't really represent how much he financially screwed us um, because we're in the most tumultuous conference realignment. Like, this is totally new. Like, uh, every program in the Big 12, uh, the Pac-12, and the ACC is, like, jockeying for position to get into the Big 10 and the SEC. And it's... Not necessarily a foregone conclusion that Tech would be picked up by the Big Ten because this amount of debt is indicative of an income problem, which is indicative of how many people are watching Georgia Tech football on TV, right, and buying Georgia Tech apparel and buying Georgia Tech tickets. And the big conferences like the Big 12, that's going to be a big factor in it. Our ticket sales, like – I haven't looked at how much they cost right now. I know they're they're dirt cheap, and it breaks out ticket sales in here. Suffice to say, I'm not nearly as apologetic or, or happy with the job Stansberry did um, as the as this article is.
All right. So this is a graph. I know it's hard to see of basically total expenses for the average Power 5 program. This is this top line. And it basically in the last 14 years has gone from 45 to 120 million, which is insane. So athletic programs have undergone about a 166% increase in that 14 year period in spending and Georgia tech, you know, almost a third of that 98% over the same, same time period. And what I'm thinking is, well, how are we so heavily in debt? Um, it's an income problem. It's an income problem. Uh, we're not bringing in enough money. So, um, it says in 2019 tech only spent about 86 million, about 35 million below the median, Looking at the broader landscapes, tech's growth and spending looks much more like typical group of five schools rather than its peer five schools. So this this kind of gets to this argument a lot of people make about tech. Like, oh, they just don't care about football. If they cared, they'd, they'd spend six, seven million dollars a year on a coach. They'd renovate Bobby Dodd, you know, a, a quarter billion dollar renovation at Bobby Dodd, uh, athletic facilities and that. Here's the thing. If you don't have the income and the revenue and the money on hand to support those kind of things, like it, it, you're going to burn the whole thing to the ground. You're going to be like, what, what would happen if Georgia Tech Athletic uh, Association was be, did that, became insolvent, couldn't, uh, basically defaulted on these loans? I mean, that, that, that would be horrible. You know, that would spell basically the end of your athletic programs, at least for a while. And because of the, 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 the situation Collins has put us in, like if, if the ACC falls apart, and I don't, I don't necessarily think it will, and we're left without being in the Big 12 or the SEC, I mean, that's kind of a wrap. I don't really know how Tech recovers from that, which is why I want to physically assault Jeff Collins. All right. It says now, as far as just spending in football in 2021, Tech spent about 19 million on football, which is about half of what Clemson and Florida State spent. But even other schools like Virginia spending 24, Virginia Tech 27, North Carolina 30 million. Um, you know, it's it's not up to snuff to other schools, but it doesn't look like we have the revenue to support it. So let's look at the revenue. All right, so in 2021, uh. Clemson was number one in revenue. There's no shocker there. FSU is number two, North Carolina. This is all exactly what I would have guessed. So Clemson at $62 million, just blowing everyone out, everyone out of the water. Uh, Florida State at $48 million of total revenue. North Carolina at $38 million. Um, let's see. It says, over the past five or so years, Tech's donor contributions haven't spiked above $13 million. Its highest contribution total in recent times, it was 17 in 2014. That, and that's why this uh, year is so important. What happened in 2014? We went to, to an Orange Bowl. Um, one thing, we like this season is pivotal. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow, Rocky. This season is where we've got to do it in football as far as success on the field to try, to try and crawl out of this thing, you know? Um, it says, uh, across the public ACC in general, around 28% of total revenue in 2021 became from donor contributions. So third of your revenue basically is coming from donor contributions, which is really directly tied to how you do on the football field. 
All right. For tech, it's around 9%. Okay. So for typical ACC teams, it's about a third. For tech, it's around 9%. And I'm not in here like – I've never been one to dog what people do with their money. If we want people to, to donate and open up their pocketbooks, like we need to put a product on the field that isn't straight doo-doo. That's what we need to do. Um, I can't control what people do with their money. I do know that more people are going to donate um, – if we're not coming out, uh, laying eggs, taking timeouts, and then delay of games after the timeout, and all that nonsense that happened in 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 previous years, so I'm excited about about Brent Key. And really looking at this, that couldn't have worked out better for us because Key probably took less money than any other candidate we had for the job, and um, I, I think is the best candidate for the job for the Georgia Tech position. Uh, setting aside finances. All right, ticket sales. So if you've looked at buying season tickets, you probably you know realize this. Now this is a shocker. Number one in the ACC in 2019, which I guess you know maybe that's the most recent numbers they have was Louisville, 31 million. Then Clemson, then UNC. Florida State was at six. That kind of makes sense though. That, that Florida State's kind of been just recently has risen back to the heights that they're really capable of. Um, Tech's dead last. Just surprising. That's what it, it says. Once again, Tech sits at the bottom. I don't know if it's saying at the very bottom it only lifts the top seven teams, but um, I think we should be doing better than UVA and Virginia Tech right now. I can tell you that. Um, but, we, I mean, look, when you, when you go 3-9, 3-9, 3-9, 5-7 – I mean, you, there's just not going to be a lot of people buying season tickets. <clears throat> um, between ticket sales and donations, Tech is missing out an additional $25 million in revenue that its athletic appears are, are enjoying. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of money. Um, so, again, yeah, this, you know, hire more staff, hire better staff, uh, you know, invest in facilities. We just don't have the money right now. Uh, football. Now, this is something we can help. Football is a priority. Um, basically, Clemson, 40% of their athletic budget goes to football. And then number two, Virginia Tech. Um, it says we're not at the bottom, but we're spending less than, than the most of them. We are, the majority of our athletic budget needs to go to football. Like that, 100%. And, and that, that should be the case for any program, and and the most the absolute most of our budget that we can allocate to um, our football spending, we need to because it drives everything else. You know, if that means that less than twenty one percent of our budget athletic budget goes to football, which I do not understand, that needs to change. Um, I, and I don't really understand why, but um. Well, probably because 14% of our athletic budget is earmarked to paying off debt. That's probably one reason. Um, but so anyways, um, like I said, I'm shocked. Um, I once said that, um, you know, the J-Bat's already made the most important decisions. Again, he's already hired the basketball coach, the football coach. Uh, I was wrong about that. It's not even close. The the most important thing that Jay Bat is going to do as the athletic director of Georgia Tech is figuring out how to unscrew this mess. That's going to be the most important thing he does. Um, 
we cannot continue forward with $300 million worth of debt in our athletic uh, department. 14% of our annual budget going to paying off debt. I, I don't think that's sustainable moving forward. So really what I would like to see Jay Bat, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he would never do this publicly though. I would like to see him do, we need a five, like a two, five and a 10 year plan for him. This is what we're going to do um, to, to get out of this and, and ascend tech to the heights that I think it's capable of being. But like I said, I didn't know uh, it was this bad. Now is, is this, um, you know, the end of Georgia Tech football and, and, and Power 5? No. There, there is definitely a way out of it, but I do think a lot of it, it hinges on two things. It hinges on how good of a fundraiser, fundraiser and fin- finance, uh, financial guru and uh, cre- creative financial guy Jay Bat can be and what we do in football this season. There has never been a more... Um, important pivotal uh do or die season if such a thing exists for georgia tech in its history than than this season right now you know i know we have a first year head coach you know i know our recruiting class last year wasn't great uh, i know that we're trying to to figure a lot of things out installing an entire new offense like i said it makes me think of the rocky three there is no tomorrow there is no tomorrow right now right now is when we've got to we've got to put it on the field and I mean, put together seven or eight wins on the field this year. We, we, we really need to do it. So with that said, tell me what you guys think. Uh, am I just reading too much into it? Am I, or is it worse than I think? What, you know, what do you guys think? Uh, let me know in the comments, and I will see you guys tomorrow on the live show. Have a good one.